Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the first Runners World podcast of 2022 with me, Rick Pearson. And me, Ben Hobson. And a happy new year to you, Ben. Happy new year to you, Rick. Um, not going to lie, mate. Don't sound as good as you normally do. Yeah, it's um, a little bit of a, a sort of COVID story here. Not, not, not myself, um, but I moved house and a good friend of mine um, offered to take some of the valuables, which included the podcast mic. And I thought, oh, that's great. I'll pick him up in a couple of days' time. He then came down with covid so i haven't been able to go around to the to his house <laughs> to pick up the microphone so i'm actually just doing it with a pair of apple headphones so apologies to the listeners for the slightly inferior audio quality ben's still sounding good so you've got him you can mainly listen to him you probably that's probably what you do anyway so um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but i'll be back in full audio quality um, and your and your high week. def and all your high, high def wondering yeah, yeah fantastic did you have a good christmas break <laughs> i did have a good christmas break um yeah, it was nice sort of moving into like a slightly new area of London and been exploring, been going out for a run as I do because I, I feel like that's the greatest way to get to properly know a neighbourhood is, is to do, is to kind of walk it or run it. Um, so I was out yesterday uh, with my good friend George Bull round, um, did some of the Capital Ring and the sort of green chain walk, which is you end up in some pretty sort of remote parts of London doing that, and um, it was great. Yeah, about fifteen miles. So it was nice to actually go back and run that far because i haven't been running that far a lot yeah, recently yeah. so um yeah all good how about you yeah fine mate yeah nice i did the I, as covered in previous episodes i did my very 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 best of doing nothing over christmas did you cycle home i saw this yeah so i did that so um i did two two sort of hundred ish mile bike rides to sort of start and finish christmas so but, but in between i did nothing well maybe but no running i did a little bit of riding just to sort of keep myself feeling you know reasonably accountable or something but yeah i just uh i didn't i didn't do any running which is the first time actually i think ever probably that i've not bothered to well i did take running kit back with me i was just too tired from you're, all the cycling you're, you're well you're well rested you're well rested <laughs> I th- well i think so i don't know sometimes christmas isn't isn't always that well rested because you're just trying to do everything aren't you i think that that's yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. It's a bit, more, it's a bit more manic, isn't it, with with children yeah. and the rest of it. Um, I still haven't even opened my. Uh, I haven't even started my twenty twenty running yet. Twenty. Sorry, I haven't even started my twenty twenty two running yet. Oh, Ben, come on! We're four days in. Four days in. I know, right? I should probably right. Let's get this done, and I can go. Do you have any resolutions, running or otherwise, for twenty twenty two? No. <laughs> are you are you not a resolutions man? Is that your not, no, I feel I feel like placing a load of emphasis on making 
grand sweeping changes I, i'm all for like taking time to reflect and thinking like all right it's the start of a new year yeah. maybe i should adjust a few things if i can to sort of get on with you know feel better about myself but anything that helps you feel better about yourself i'm all for but um any sort of like it's the start of a new year i must now yes okay i've com- i'm compelled to completely change my life in a matter of five days or you know I just, no it's not for me i don't think that that's a thing i think it's too much it's too much pressure and it is most likely not to work well i'll have a new year's resolution <laughs> <laughs> what, what grand sweeping thing of you no you... i was thinking like um yeah i want to do some i, I want to do a sub 20 um park run with the buggy which i think is quite that that'll be that's, that's, that's one to do um because i think once you get going with these running buggies that they're you don't have to do that much it's not they're not actually that much harder once you're kind of moving it and if i pick a park run that has no hills yeah i reckon that could be all right um did i tell you about the the running buggy that i've got into test oh this is the one that's you you, you drag it behind you rather than yeah. push it yeah it comes with different attachments and one of them is like a waistband that you yeah you wear and the, the buggy's behind you now i'm not sure that would be advantageous for a speedy park run what do you I think the pushing thing is more. It feels a little bit sort of like dragging a t- dragging a tire, doesn't it? That way, <laughs> could be. It could absolutely be that. Um, no, what's your sorry? What was your resolution? Yeah, so I'm so I'm going to try and do sub twenty with the buggy, and then also I've been um, putting together or helping to put t- together this. Um, so runners world are doing a hundred best races in the world uh, supplement that will be coming out um, in April, and uh, yeah, one of the ones I. I felt like I'm not I'm not necessarily that interested in in going to, to far flung places to run, but if there are some UK races that I haven't heard of that um, that sound great, then yeah, it's you always kind of get on your radar. And one that um, Sophie Rayworth, the the marathon runner and, and news presenter, talks about was the Needles Half Marathon on the Isle of Wight. And I'm really te- I'm really tempted by it. I feel like it. Be- I don't know the Isle of Wight very well. It looks really it looks like an amazing race. Obviously, Sophie's run all over the world so to get in her top five races is quite an achievement why so is it thought, why is it called the needles is that just literally a, a geographical area. I think it's an, right, an okay. area of the yeah of the <laughs> rather than kind of things to look out for on the floor yeah. <laughs> well um, as opposed to the pins race so yeah the pins race yeah exactly um so i thought well, I, I, that's in june i think and half marathon distance feels like quite a nice one for me at the minute because I, I i think a marathon is going to be a bit uh a bit much just sort of coming back from an injury so yes, yeah, so that's that's on the on the radar for me. And then um, yeah, I was thinking more generally, like to try and just become a bit more environmentally sound as a as a oh, runner. Okay, yeah. So that's probably less like trying to limit any driving to to running events. Um, yeah, possibly celebrating UK events. And also, Sam Murphy wrote a piece. This is a couple of months back in Run as Well. He talks about some of the from a kind of washing perspective that you can do. And it's not about never having a shower, but it was about kind of kit. And it was like, uh, yeah, like some materials, seemingly like cotton is possibly a, a better material to be um, uh, using rather than, say, the kind of great, the sort of technical fabrics. So when you wash them regularly, yeah. that, that gets into the water system and that's actually quite, potentially quite damaging. And also looking at stuff like how often do you actually have to like wash your running shorts? Could you wash some of your running kit a little more infrequently. Um, there were certain items then clearly that you that are a kind of one run I'd, item. I would, I would hope so. But, um, but perhaps some of them, like something, like something that might fall in between that, might be like your running socks. Can you 
if you have if you haven't you know absolutely gone through puddles and the rest of it, can you rewear running socks? This is Maybe. this is oh you know I thought you were going to talk about picking up litter as you I mean oh, you know the plogging. plogging side of this, but you've gone down a, a deep dive into just not having a wash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like it, it, these it, this is something that obviously there's a limit to it, but. I think I could easily, I can easily do this. It's just like a kind of day-to-day difference that you can make. Oh, no, there are, yeah, for sure. And there's like, some of these materials come coated with anti-smelling yeah. bits and pieces, which is probably good for you in terms of this polygene or whatever it's called. It's good yes. for yeah. not making you smell. I mean, I'm not, I have no idea what it's, if you yeah, wash like it Yeah, like merino wool is good for that, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. Merino is very good for that sort of naturally antibacterial uh you know stuff so yeah i can i can see what you mean i think being environmentally better across the board rick should be everyone's new year's resolution yeah it's um i don't know i feel like it's an easy one to talk about isn't it but actually to sort of put into action is 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 it can be a missing piece for lots of people including me so i think um yeah yeah and also i guess we we talked to robbie Britton, didn't we in, in december and he talked about how long trainers like running shoes can can last and i think maybe yeah, actually looking at that in a case by case basis rather than thinking, oh god, I'm, I need a new pair of shoes because I've been running in these for for six months. Yeah, yeah, that's another area I think that's really easy to to change how you look at things and be like, actually, you know what, these shoes are like particularly like, I think trail shoes and stuff. They, these these shoes are fine. They haven't got huge amounts of technology in them anyway, or like fancy foam that's going to lose its responsiveness. Whatever, you know, can I wear these year after year? Maybe, yeah. I think the grip is the only issue with that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think if that's you just, it, Ben. You just yeah, wear them out, it. and that's it. Trail shoes. Yeah, trail shoes don't get the same sort of branded time frame, do they? It comes with that sort of like just you wear them until they're dead. Everything else, yeah. Um, yeah, but that's that's it, mate. You know, the new, the new year has begun, and uh, away we go. So I'm glad that you've you've made some resolutions. I have I haven't made any. I haven't, you know, just quite like to just. Yeah, just enjoy it. Just keep enjoying it. That's I'm, I'm making it now. That's my resolution. Just to get out there yeah. and just keep enjoying it. I, I think that's, that's I think that's totally totally legitimate. I think there probably is too much of a pressure on people making resolutions. Same way that there's maybe like lots of pressure on people being romantic for one day on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The kind of thing. Yeah. You can kind of miss the, the bigger picture with these with these things. So if you've, you know. No pressure, but I think that's why people enjoy us as a duo, Ben. Is it's a difference between our two perspectives. It's true. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like very. <laughs> Rick starts the year with some some wonderfully, I think, positive and forward-thinking <laughs> notions, and I just carry on <laughs> as is. So, Ben, you love a little bit of science. I certainly do. To start the year, that sounds perfect. Well, look, if you're looking to spice up your running, if oh. you will, oh, please oh, watch um, out. A new uh, study found that a compound in hot chili peppers may help you to become a better runner. And this is how. So there's a, um, there's a compound in chilies called capsicin, which has anti-fatiguing effects, which okay. allows the eater to essentially run longer without tiring. And um, one of the reasons for this is that it, it can kind of dull some of the, your pain sensors. Um, and this means that, like, for instance, if, if you eat lots of spicy food, you, you, your tolerance for, for spicy food and the pain associated with that um, goes up. But also some of your other, the other pain sensors in your body can also become slightly dulled, including the one that allows you to sort of um, 
push harder for longer. So apparently a few little chillies and can so like a, become a better runner. So like an endurance thing. So it's basically like an, if, you, it's like a, yeah. if you sit down and just smash back some, this is absolutely not what we're advising anyone to do. <laughs> sit back and just chew your way through a few bird's eye, chillies or whatever, you know, yep. something with a bit of, bit of tang to it. Um, you, you're basically improving your capabilities for endurance and suffering. Exactly. It's that your, your, your ability to suffer, whether at the dinner table or on the <laughs> athletics track, improves. With, um, with it's a tricky one, though, isn't it? Because you don't, it, that's, I don't think that we're saying what you really need to do is have like a really spicy meal before don't a race. Don't have a curry before a race. No, yeah. no, no, no. So yeah, I think like, it's similar to sort of how you um, up your, your mileage when you're kind of looking to increase your spice tolerance. Oh, Some of the same nice. principles apply. So you, you want... You know, same way that you like, you know, the sort of ten percent. So you might running. start off with like a jalapeno, oh, and then you, that, yeah, and then and you move into maybe. just like a generic like green chili. Then yeah. you might have a bird's eye. Then yeah. you'd have a, what, like a Scotch bonnet? Scotch bonnet. I think that's right. Yeah. And then I don't know. After that, you're into sort of like madness, aren't you? And you know, and it's also maybe maybe you don't even necessarily add the spice to the dish, but you could have it. as... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com sort of on the side and you can oh, well, add to taste i do like a kebab and sometimes you get the little chilies i like spicy foods and the, mm. i had a kebab the other day and it came with some little chilies and they were pretty pokey so i feel like i've started my 2022 ultra marathon training with a bag by <laughs> <laughs> eating some chilies <laughs> well if that sounded like a slightly implausible um study i've got one that i think trumps that right so this Great. is a, this is about achilles injuries which obviously like super common yes um uh part so yeah akindi achilles tendinopathy is sort of tends to be the, the classic um and this and there are various sort of um suggested cures for this and probably the most common one um is called the alfredson protocol and this is this will be familiar to a lot of runners but essentially it's when you kind of lift yourself up on your toes on the step and then you lower yourself down below the step level with your heel yeah and and you do that multiple times and, and it's and it's sort of meant to ease ultimately sort of ease and strengthen your your achilles but there's there's, there's seemingly a more active way okay. of doing that so this new study found that um running downhill backwards oh. um 
runners who your, did that. Your Achilles will be fine, yeah, but yeah. the rest of you, as you smash into <laughs> objects at, at pace, yeah. will be destroyed. Yeah, okay. So yeah, so doing this for nine weeks, there's a nine-week study found that this, <sighs> this, this helped to ease um, Achilles pain, Achilles pain improved. Um, so yeah, so if, if, you're, if you find kind of passive uh, cures for, for injuries, um, you know, uh, slightly stifling, um, then you can try the running downhill backwards. Obviously, there are certain caveats here, like yeah. pick, pick a traffic-free route, obviously, yeah. um, and don't go too quickly. And also, don't pick too too steep a hill as well. Otherwise, you could end up with some you know different injuries other than your Achilles. But um, apparently, for Achilles injuries, it can yeah. help. It kind of does sort of make sense as well. Yeah, they were saying that if you think about it, in essence, you're kind of doing the same movement that yeah. the Alfredson kind of you know on a step protocol. Um, does you're just doing it in a more yeah. active way which is good yeah i think backwards running is a i think the japanese are quite big uh exponents and believers in in backwards running as a way of almost like resetting some of the movements of forward running it's um it's also touted by a few uh they're uh, people on the internet to, to help knee recovery from knee stuff. So you and me, Rick, we should probably look into that a bit more. Yeah. Because you're sort of, yeah, similarly, you're sort of reversing the the motion. So all the load that you would normally put through mm. a knee is sort of reversed because you're never... Anyway, it's... it's, it's you c- you so, cannot, you physically cannot heel strike running backwards. So there's some stuff like that, which so is... There's that. There's that. So basically running backwards is the future. Well, yeah, yeah, back to the future. Yeah, exactly. Um, apparently, uh, Muhammad Ali was a huge fan of backwards running, and he did that more than he, than he did skipping. He felt it was a particularly good. And if you look at the kind of Ali shuffle, all that sort of stuff, it's a sort of a version of a backwards run. So there's, it's got a great long history. All right. All right, here we go then. There you go. More research, to be, more research to be done <laughs> on that then. Here we go. <laughs> this is the Runner's World Podcast. Well, look, we've got this new campaign, haven't we, at Runners World? That's worth talking about because I feel like that's that is a that is a good positive message at the start of the year. Yeah, totally. Um, if people haven't seen yet, we the new issue out, the February issue is out of the magazine, which features Sharifa J on the front cover, and she's the sort of lead focus on a body positivity campaign that we've got going on at the moment, and it's all online as well, um, and it's. We've simply called it Everybody um, because we firmly believe, passionately believe, that running is for everybody. Um, and that is everybody and everybody's shape, size and uh, fitness level, everything like that. We think that running is, is, is easily accessible. And, sh- you know, a lot of that comes with how people feel and how they people feel they look. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something that we've talked about with people on the podcast before and how people... Bryony Gordon, she came on and she was talking about how she never, she doesn't, she was constantly referencing herself as not a real runner yeah. because because she feels or certainly felt at certain points that she didn't adhere to a, a, a aesthetic, a traditional aesthetic of running or or whatever it was that she you know that that made her not claim to be a runner. Um, and I think everyone's probably guilty. I would absolutely say everyone is not guilty, but everyone is. Not everyone is 100% confident or 100% sure of their body and how they look and how they feel at any one given time. And that is absolutely heightened by any form of physical sport. The moment you're trying to be physical and you don't feel like you're matching that sport or look like images related to that sport, 
that you see in media or you see on the TV or social media or whatever it is, that's when a, a sense of un, unbelonging can come in. And I think you see a lot of that where communities like Parkrun have obviously changed a lot of people's attitudes because you get a great mix of people, all of out of different abilities and sizes and shapes. And, and that's what makes things like Parkrun so brilliant is it sort of opens up people's eyes to the fact that running is for everybody. And, uh, and that's, yeah, that's basically what, what we're aiming to do is to sort of hopefully start the year off by encouraging everybody to have a crack at some running. And that can be literally 30 seconds of, of jogging with some, with some walking. And that's, I mean, we've got training plans on the site for anyone who wants to join in that are, li- are very much focused on starting. Not, nothing grand in there, just literally the encouragement and like some focus on how to get going so that you can, you know, start with walking. Let's get good at walking. Walking is the key to winning ultra races, Rick. Yeah, walking and, and stifled sobbing. That's, that, that's, <laughs> my, um, that's my little combo. Sorry, Ben, go on. We've got stuff for, you know, to start walking, to start running, uh, plus size kit options, everything that we can sort of like try and change the focus away from probably quite a narrow vision of what a runner looks like to yeah. a broad the broader the broader field and the broader world of what running actually looks like i think one of the things that's good about the feature and also there's the sort of gear feature in the in the magazine is it's not just talking about people who i guess it's the traditional person who might feel alienated by running would be someone who's a bit larger than the uh, than the image you might have of a, of a kind of slim runner, um, and 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 possibly that being more of a female issue as well. But actually, some of the really interesting stories I think are runners who are who are naturally very thin, actually, or male runners who feel like that they had um, body issues as well. So I think it, yeah, it's it's very kind of all encompassing, and we want yeah, not trying to, not not trying to look at it as just a certain type of person feels like they're not a runner. Actually, it's very, it can be very broad um, and across both genders. I mean, there's, there's absolutely no way of covering it. We, we've, we've reached out on social media to people to share their stories of how running and body image, the, the relationship between the two that they'd experienced, positive and negative. And the feedback was fantastic. And we've, we've sort of profiled a cross-section, shall we say, of, of responses. So we've got about 17 different stories of, from from runners who've talked about how running has helped them, how running has possibly even made them feel less good about their body shape and size, but they might have used it for, to, to better themselves in some capacity. That's not changing the way they look, but bettering themselves in terms of feeling more disciplined or bettering themselves because they feel like they've ach- they're achieving things. So there's that side of, of, of it all. But um, yeah, you're right. There's no way that we can, we're not just talking about plus size. We're talking about body image and running and how, and how the two things correlate. So personally, like I, I you know, I, I find it very difficult to associate how I look with a traditional running image because I may not, I'm certainly not plus size and I'm certainly not thin, like skinny, but you know, I, <clears throat> I sit in the middle somewhere, but that's still not a traditional running image. If you think of like in my head, and this is all, this is why it's such a personal thing because it's, it's, it's the, it's the visualization of what you perceive to be a runner. So if I sort of think in my head, well, I kind of have imagery of, you know, generally Seb Coe or someone, do you know what I mean? Like it's that sort of 
track and field or uh what an elite elite runner kind of like physiology and that's sort of tied in with like oh i don't look like that i look more like a Mm. flanker like if (laughs) someone you know like sometimes it's like if i see a picture of myself running i'm like oh it's like a sort of rugby player's like had a day off and he's gone for a run (laughs) but you know that's so there's there's it's it's not just super skinny or super short or super tall or, or oversized or you know like it's it's just it's just that it's a it's it's a deep dive into the power of running and how it can change people's ideas of body image and and then but trying to break down what a runner looks like yeah and that's yeah. what's so good so yeah i mean people should head over to the site um runnersworld.com slash uk um because we have a section where we've got the stories from all these different people they talk about how you know running has has, has helped them and uh, their, their their relationship with their body and their relationship with running and how the two have combined and and it's just it's really it's hopefully for the start of the year if you're out there looking for something to do that isn't again it's not about losing weight this isn't about changing body shape this is about just using running to help yourself and maybe help you have a better view of yourself and and your body and that and that's that's the sort of you know that's why this is such an important topic yeah i think one one of the nicest progressions that a lot of people seem to have gone on when they start running is they become less obsessed perhaps with what their body looks like and 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 more encouraged by what their body can do and i think that's that's um something we've heard back from from lots of people and that's i love it when i hear that because it makes me it sort of reconfirms to me that running can be a real like force for good when it comes to these kind of um uh, these kind of issues so um but it'd be great to hear from from listeners because i know it's it, it's something that affects people of all ages genders ethnicity so yeah if, if you've got a story you want to share with ben and i um let us know at, um podcast at runnersworld.co.uk so look so look um not my best audio performance and no special guest but do not be, do not be put off by 22 in the hands of runners world because things can only get better well, I mean, from this low bar, Rick, absolutely. Um, I, I think we should draw this to a close because I simply cannot abide listening to you in such low res for much longer. Um, but no, uh, 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 you know, everyone, please do go to the site and check out the Everybody campaign and all the stories that we've got. If uh, if anyone needs to read or look at anything to help get them out the door, then these guys and the stories of how running's helped them will be it. So that you should do it. Um, and it's all on all, all on our social channels if you need to find it. So, yeah. We're looking forward to a very positive 2022 for the running world, I hope, Rick. Absolutely. Hey, I've got some resolutions, Ben. One of us has, so that's good. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 